welcome to another hour of Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway with a new destination every week. I'm Eric Glissmeyer, and in this program we're featuring hymns and other songs of faith. In the studio with me is pianist Annie Takeuchi Lanzone. We'll learn a little bit more about her as we travel together today, but right now let's hear some music. How Great Thou Art. Thank you. 
Pianist Annie Takeuchi Lanzone playing How Great Thou Art. Annie's from Ohio, and she has a few recordings. Noel, Christmas 2001, and Instrument of Worship, Volumes 1 and 2. Annie, you began piano lessons at the Yamaha Music School at age three, but I doubt they were teaching you hymns. What <laughs> made you decide to focus on religious piano music? Um... I like doing the fact that I can do sort of my own arrangements of them. When you do classical music, you kind of have to play it as it's written, and you can't really mess with it. And lots of times it's too hard. <laughs> so I change things around so that I can play them. And that was part of the inspiration. And it's also just this is the music that really speaks to my soul. It inspires me. And, uh, you know, I love the text for the music, even though it's all instrumental. I, I think about the text when I'm playing them. I, you know, I think about it when I'm selecting the songs and, and when I'm doing arrangements, if I do the arrangements. And uh, it's uh, the, both the combination of the text and the music just really moves me, and the, the old hymns especially. Now, some of the hymns, as you mentioned, are your own arrangements. Some of the hymns we'll be hearing today. Can you tell us about the process of arranging? How do you go about it? Um, well, the funny thing is I do it away from the piano. Uh, lots of times it's in... Um, airports and airplanes, <laughs> because that's where I happen to be, where I have the time to really focus on it. And it's, it's kind of a undistracted environment. I, you know, the outside noise doesn't bother me. If I'm at home and there's music going on or the TV going on, or the dog wants to be played with, it's a little bit harder. So I like to do it in these kind of crazy, crazy public spaces. Um, but a lot of it is just kind of sitting around and thinking about, you know, what can I do that will make this song uh, really reflect what it is that it's meant to do and at the same time if it's especially if it's an older more familiar hymn I try to give it you know, a little something new sometimes um, but yeah it, it's and if, a lot of times I'll just start writing and it's not until you know I just realize that's just coming kind of coming out and it's all kind of very inspired and and that that's a real blessing when that happens you know, sometimes it's very labored and then I end up throwing away the arrangements <laughs> <laughs> if you've been playing um, a number of these arrangements and uh, other, uh, you know, others that are not arrangements are arranged by other people, I guess, mm -hmm. for, for a lot of years, right? There are some of these you've, you've had in your repertoire for a long time. Yes. Is that right? Uh -huh. Well, how do you keep them fresh when you keep coming back to them and playing them over and over for, you know, year after year? Oh, they're like old friends. It's, you know, they, they never really get old. You just, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it speaks to you every time. And, it, and you always kind of think about, you know, what else, you know, you're hearing new things in them and thinking about new things. It stays fresh. Have the hymns become more meaningful you uh, meaningful for you over the years? I think so, just because, well, I don't know, when I first start out, lots of times I'm not familiar with the text at all. So as I you know, start playing it, you know, I do the arrangement and I'm looking at the text. And that's really often the first time I'm really studying the text. And then as I play it, I actually I keep the text in front of me lots of times. And, and that's when it really becomes more meaningful. So they, they grow because of that. I think just, uh, yeah, with time and, and also just, you know, you, you start hearing and making connections with other things in your life and uh, both musically and, and with, the, with the hymns, the te text themselves. Well, let's hear some more music now. Three more songs of praise. Come thou fount of every blessing, my shepherd will supply my need, and I need thee every hour, performed by pianist Annie Takeuchi Lanzone on Highway 89.
three songs of praise. Come, thou fount of every blessing. My shepherd will supply my need, and I need thee every hour on Highway 89. I'm Eric Glissmeyer, and we're spending this hour with pianist Annie Takeuchi Lanzone. Annie, your undergraduate degree is from Yale in music, master's degree from Peabody in music. Then things change in your next two degrees. <laughs> a master's and doctorate are from Johns Hopkins University in cognitive psychology. Would you care to connect the dots for us? <laughs> um, well, I stayed in music too long. Um, I got the, well, the undergraduate degree in, uh, from Yale was actually a double major in music and history. It was not a performance degree, so it was really sort of theory and history and so forth. And then I went to Peabody and uh, studied the, uh, got the sort of performance degree in uh, piano and kept studying. And at that point, um, I don't know, there was one day when uh, my teacher said to me, you know, Yanni, you can make a really nice living playing 20th century music in Manhattan. And I said, uh... That's not really what I want to do. <laughs> and it's a kind of a, it was a wake-up call that maybe I ought to be looking at some other opportunities. So while I was at Peabody, I started looking at other things that were related to music. So, you know, I was studying orchestration and arranging. And actually, I don't think I took arranging, but also opera stage management and music education. And, and I wandered into the computer music studio. And they were doing, uh, you know, some, some of it was just computer music, but a lot of it was just sort of studying psychoacoustics and how people listen to sound and, how, you know, it's reconstructing sound and how that musical structures kind of get into your brain. And, uh, and that was actually more the psychology side. They were actually working with the psychology department at uh, Johns Hopkins University because Peabody and um, Johns Hopkins were, uh, were, later became part of the same uh, institution. And so, and it turned out that the computer music studio, the director of that was working with the chairman of the psychology department at Hopkins to do a, some kind of joint degree program. And they were looking for candidates among psychology students who wanted to you know, know more about music. And I kind of raised my hand and said, hey, I'm a music student. I can learn psychology. And so that's kind of how I ended up in the psychology program at uh, Johns Hopkins. So I was studying music perception, and I was doing things like perfect pitch or absolute pitch. Uh, and then, so again, this whole thing about musical structures and how they get perceived in the brain. And uh, so that's kind of how I made that transition from music into psychology. And it goes gets stranger from there, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, well, it, by all means, expound. <laughs> it gets stranger. <laughs> so yeah, having gotten a, a doctorate in cognitive psychology and music perception, it was kind of a, it's, it's, it's not a terribly practical kind of thing. It's hard to find a, a job other than in academe. So I did a postdoc at MIT in speech perception and was really working with the lab that was developing cochlear implants and other sort of aids for the seriously hearing impaired. And so it's, kind of understanding what parts of speech or you know, uh, the physical sound uh, transmitted speech. So that, that was a little bit more practical and still applying the stuff I'd learned in the, in the psychology program. And, and then from there, again, the sort of academic market was still kind of slow. And so I started looking elsewhere and I saw an ad in um, Chronicle Higher Education or something for uh, people with PhDs in psychology or sociology to start the, uh, a career in market research. And so uh, I said, sure, I'll try that. <laughs> and so that's what I do now is uh, through marketing, research, and strategy consulting. Oh, it's quite a path. <laughs> it's a little weird, yeah. <laughs> Life takes us in strange directions sometimes, right? It certainly does. <laughs> Interesting directions, too, of course. Now, I understand you have a, a very beloved dog that <laughs> almost made the journey out here with you. 
<laughs> what kind of a dog is she? She's a uh, golden retriever. She's about four and a half years old. Oh, beautiful. And her name's Na- Daisy. And, uh, <laughs> and um, well, why didn't she come out with you after all? Uh, well, John and she would have uh, driven out, and it was just too much of a trip of for them together. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Now, I'm curious, does, um, what does she do while you're practicing? She usually hides upstairs. Oh, was that right? <laughs> Doesn't curl up by your feet or not at all. I mean, she'll or else she'll, even if she's downstairs, she'll be on the sofa just napping. But uh, yeah, she really doesn't pay any attention. I don't oh. know if she has any musical sense at all. <laughs> well, how disappointing! But still a nice companion, right? <laughs> she is. <laughs> well, let's get back into the music now with another grouping of hymns: "Faith of Our Fathers," "I'll Go Where You Want Me to Go," and then "A Poor Wayfaring Man of Grief." Again, this is Annie Takeuchi Lanzone on Highway 89.
Annie Takeuchi Lanzone performing Faith of Our Fathers, I'll Go Where You Want Me to Go, and A Poor Wayfaring Man of Grief on Highway 89. Now, Annie, there's a bit of a sad story behind the composition of one of the next songs we'll hear, It Is Well With My Soul. Would you mind sharing that with us? Yes, I understand that story. The uh, Horatio Spafford, who wrote that, uh, wrote that after his daughters uh, drowned in a boating accident or shipping accident. So he went out to the actual spot um, in a boat, obviously, where they had drowned. And at that point, that was where he wrote this wonderful song about it is well with my soul. And basically, whatever happens, it is well with my soul. The next cluster of hymns are It Is Well With My Soul, How Can I Keep From Singing, and Come, Come Ye Saints. They share a theme about triumphing over adversity. Would you expand on that a little bit for us? Uh, yeah, this, that is kind of a theme um, that I really appreciate in, in uh, hymns. It just I find it very inspiring to hear people who can really cling to their faith uh, so no, no matter what. Um, I have a favorite Bible verse, if I can read that. Yes, this please. Is, uh, this is from Habakkuk, which is kind of a strange place to find one's favorite Bible verse. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vine, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. And I just love that whole idea of, you know, no matter what happens, um, I'm honoring and being joyful in God just because of who he is. It doesn't matter what's happening to me. He is who he is, and he is good. Well, once again, here's Annie Takeuchi Lanzone playing It Is Well With My Soul, How Can I Keep From Singing, and Come, Come Ye Saints.
Andy Takeuchi Lanzone played three hymns. It is well with my soul. How can I keep from singing? And come, come ye saints. She's recorded a few CDs, Noel, Christmas 2001, and Instrument of Worship Volumes 1 and 2. For more information about Annie Takeuchi Lanzone and her recordings, visit her website. It's A-C-O-O-G-A-K dot com. And if that's hard to remember, just think of the hymn title, All Creatures of Our God and King, A-C-O-O-G-A-K dot com. And that concludes another musical trip on Highway 89. Thanks to Annie for coming to our studio and performing for us. Highway 89 takes you to any number of destinations, every one of them musical and memorable. We'd love to hear from you anytime about our program. Contact us at highway89 at byu.edu. And we look forward to having you with us next time. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. I'm Eric Glissmeyer. Thanks for listening.